podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for more information. Late tea time potters everywhere. In fact, it's the late, 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 late tea time podcast this week, isn't it? Because we're coming to you on a Friday evening instead of the usual Wednesday evening. And because we couldn't do Wednesday, and then we decided that we'd come just to you just ahead of the uh, round of 16 of the WGC Dell Technologies Match Play event. And uh, it's James and Dave with you, as always. DT, how are you? I'm good. It's uh, late, isn't it? But uh, better late than never. Better late than never indeed. Let's update you then, because we've just seen the uh, the last of the group stages, haven't we? So the round of 16, we know the draw. And the uh, first match is uh, Scheffler against Poston. Then we've got Day against Kuchar, Homer against Hughes, Burns against Cantley, Horschel against Young, Kitayama against Putnam, Shaffley against Spawn, and Herbert against McElroy. I watched uh, that drive by McElroy. Do you see that one? 375 yards. He put it within about four feet of the pin on the par four. The yes. other day. He's playing rather well, isn't he? Uh, yes, he is. Uh, so he's, um, he's in what I would say is the easier half of the draw. If, yeah. Um, if you've got your brackets up there, maybe we can tweet the bracket out um, so people can see how it falls. But in my eyes, from what we've seen, I think McElroy has got the easier half. Yes, yes. I think. I mean, I'll give you the prices. Let's look at the, the round the last sixteen in terms of how the bookies see this. Um, Scotty Scheffler, he's the favourite. You can get him at uh, best price of fours. Um, Rory McIlroy, the aforementioned, he's eleven to two best price. Cameron Young, he's nines. You got Patrick Cantlay in there around about the same price, nines as well. Xander Schauffele's tens. Max Homer's tens. Jason Day the same. And as we scroll down through the rest of the sixteen, Jason Day. As I said, he's around about 10s as well. 20 to 1 for Sam Burns. Billy Horschel, 22s. You've got uh, Andrew Putnam at 28s. Lucas Herbert is 33s. Matt Kuchar, 33. So is JJ Spawn. Uh, JT Poston, he's uh, 40 to 1. Kurt Kitayama, he's been in good form recently, hasn't he? 40 to 1 and 50 to 1. If you fancy Mackenzie Hughes, DT. Uh, no, I don't for the last <laughs> one. Um, so, um, I'd been number crunching and going through all their scorecards. I saw your tweet earlier. You've yeah, been busy, haven't you? To see who's uh, playing well and not so well. So, I mean, it's, it's not an exact science because sometimes holes are conceded, so you're not quite sure, you know, what they would have scored. Yeah. And obviously, say somebody, say somebody just plays more holes, they've got more chance of being under par because. Yeah, if you're so brilliant that you won, say you're in theory, say your point was terrible and bogeyed every hole, you could win a game by being like one under for the day, mm. um, or perhaps even worse. So, yeah, but you get an idea though of who's playing well and who's not playing well. So, I I went through the scorecards, and the, the player most under par is Lucas Herbert, who's 21 under. Unfortunately for him, he plays Rory McIlroy in the last 16. Yeah, that's actually um, a very interesting matchup, isn't it? Yeah, so it, it makes you just a bit wary of backing Rory because he's 
coming up against a player who's clearly playing some of the best golf. Cameron Young, I think people would kind of say he's been the best player. Um, he went out in 29 in the first nine. He's 20 under for his uh, three matches. He's, he's won those with minus nine, minus five, minus six. The the worst player in terms of scoring... Cameron Young up against Billy Horschel, isn't he? Yeah, uh, the, yeah. The worst player in in terms of scoring is is Andrew Putnam, who's only minus eight, which is annoying because I I I went for um, Ryan Fox to win that group and uh, Putnam kind of beat him by not doing an awful lot. Uh, so I think looking at it, what I'm going to do is go through each of the eight matches and then when I think there's a bet, go bet and then if if you've got the Odds checker open. Yes. I can see some prices now on each match. What we'll do is I'll do it via the bracket. So if you okay, get the bracket. You go for them. We'll go top left, which is... I'll be Sheffield. led by you, DT. Okay. So um, but if you get ready to to click the selection. So so Scheffler against JT Post and Scheffler, I mean, what, what can you say? He's, he's, he's you know... In, in amazing form, he is the defending champion. He's good at defending, as we've already seen this year in Phoenix. He's not playing unbelievably well. He's my, I've got him down at minus 14, which is the same as Poston. But let's be honest, Sheffield's going to win that match, isn't he? So uh, four to nine. Click, click him. He goes in at one. four to nine, yeah. yeah. What, what I wouldn't do, though, is back him um, to win the tournament at a short price because... If he say he gets through that game, he's up against Jason Day, possibly. Yes. And Jason Day, I'm kind of kicking myself with him back him from the start because he's he's been hinting at a win of late and he's won this tournament before, really good match player. Uh, so he's uh, minus 15 for the week. Uh, Matt Kuchar, his opponent, is minus 11 for the week. Even without that, I'd be picking Day in that, but it just kind of reassures you that Day clearly is playing some good golf. So, uh, yeah, click day. Click Jason Day 8 to 15. Yeah. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Then we've got Max Homer against Mackenzie Hughes. Uh, Hughes is 11 under so far. Max Homer. Well, he's only six under, but he's only played twice. He got a walkover. Okay. Um, he had an ill opponent. So uh, he, uh, is it Matsuyama, I think he should have been playing. Uh, so he didn't have to play that. So he's, a, he's only minus six, but, you know, you can't rate him so far. But... I don't know, minus six in those first two games is nothing special. He's, he won one game being one under par. So that's a game I'm just sort of ignoring. I okay. don't know. Homer, you'd probably go, wouldn't you? But Hughes, yeah, he might he might pip him, but I, I've no great handle on that one. Um, and then the bottom one is Sam Burns against Patrick Cantlay. Uh, Sam Burns, minus 13 for the week. Patrick Cantlay minus 17. Uh, so Cantlay's clearly 
uh, playing some uh, good golf. The, the slight worry, though, is his scoring's got like worse each day. So he's got minus seven, minus six, minus four, whereas Burns shot minus six on day three. Both excellent, excellent players. Um, I think I heard Burns has got the best putting stats this week. Uh, Paul McGinley, I think, said it in, in commentary. Might not be true. Um, so I will ignore that one. Okay. Probably can't lay, but I'll ignore that one. So that's um, the top half sorted out, isn't it? Yeah. And then we go on to the bottom half. Then with yeah. So, so just that, just that top half. Then you see, I think Scheffler could win it. Day could win it, and one of Cantley and Burns could win it. So there's too many possible winners there. So no, I no outright play there. Okay. Um, and then yeah, as you say, we go into the uh, other half, the right hand side of the bracket. Um, and we've got Billy Horschel against Cameron Young. Horschel, obviously, he won it a couple of years ago. I was on him that year, so that happy memories uh, for, from for, from him. Um, but I don't know. He, he was in poor form coming in, and he's done well. He's he's beaten John Rahm to qualify, but Rahm didn't make a birdie in that game, so it was hardly um, Horschel playing out of his skin. Rahm played like for him, pretty useless, to be honest. Yeah. Um, if you can win a game and your opponent doesn't put a birdie on you, that's, you know, you can only beat what's in front of you. And he did that, fair enough. But he's minus 10 for the week. But Cameron Young is minus 20 for the week. So double double his score. So I think Young, although Horschel's got the course form, I don't think, and it was good to beat Ram. I think he beat a Ram completely out of sorts. So Cameron Young uh, gets the nod. So we're so clicking we, on Cam Young, yeah. are we? Clicking on Cam Young, yeah. He's 8 to 11 to win that one. Billy Horschel, yeah. 11 to 10. Yeah, happy with that. Uh, the next one down, um, Andrew Putnam against Kurt Kitayama. Putnam uh, is technically the worst player this week in terms of his score. He's only eight under, as I said earlier. So he's not doing anything special. Kurt Kitayama has just come through a playoff with Adrian Moronk and Tony Finau. He won that with a... A nice play. He's minus 17 for the week. That's one of the better scores of the week. Yeah. So I'm not sure if he can win the whole thing. And, and the problem he's got then, if he wins that, then he, he runs into Cameron Young. So that's a problem. But I think he can win that match. He's been so, playing well, hasn't he, Kirk Kitiyama? Yeah, he has. Yeah, he won on the Florida swing. Um, so he's got a lot of confidence. Sorry, I'm interviewed. He sounded confident. So, yeah, take him to win that game. Right, he goes in there. He's five to six to win that matchup. Yeah. Uh, then you've got uh, in the bottom quarter, Xander Schaffle against uh, JJ Spawn. Uh, Schaffle, you'd expect um, to win that one. He's kind of got, he's done what people expect him to do so far. He was the seed. He's minus 15 for the week, but so is JJ Spawn. Just looks one of the trappy ones, that one that you, you mm. think. Shuffle, but Spawn, I don't know. It's Sometimes you get these sort of lower-key players on this course. It's a short course who who quite like it. And, he, you know, he won all three matches, Spawn. Leave alone. We'll leave that one alone. Don't okay. quite trust it. Um, and then you've got the final game, Lucas Herbert against McIlroy. I said Herbert's the, got the best score so far, 21 under. Uh, McIlroy, 17 under. So McIlroy's, I mean, he's hitting it a mile, as you saw with that clip his putter 
that's the sort of slight issue. Um, he held a couple of good ones today, but missed a couple of easy ones as well. What 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 are the odds on that game? I bet it's short, isn't it? McElroy, Lucas Herbert is fifteen to eight. Rory McIlroy's two to five. You see, I wouldn't want to put Herbert in and wreck potentially wreck a, an acker by trying to be too smart. But if anybody wanted to just back Herbert in in a single at fifteen to eight, I'd yeah. say maybe have a go there. Or the other yeah. option um, would be to back Herbert. Outright, um, and what's his price? Have you got that? 30, 33s, is he? Yeah, yeah, um, because that price is basically because he's playing McElroy, isn't it? And he's expected to lose, and then he would run into Shaffley or Spawn, beat that, and then he's going to play one of Horschel, Young, Putnam, and Kitayama, which is a tough, but you know, it's not Shaffley, it's not Day, and it's not. Cantley or Burn, so I, I don't know. I, in terms of the Acker, then what have we got? Four, four. Yeah, we've got a fourfold. But basically, your selections at the moment: uh, Cam Young eight to eleven, Jason Day eight to fifteen, Kurt Kitayama's five to six, and Scotty Scheffler at four to nine. You stick those four into an Acker. The best prices with Bet three six five, and that's six point five five to one. Yeah, so thirteen to two. Yeah, so um, we'll leave. So we'll put that up as a bet. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Add to it and kind of try and get it too high, and then risk someone, yeah, blowing it like Herbert. So we'll do that one. We'll play Herbert on the outrights, just as a bit of a price play. What to win the whole thing? Well, you can back him each way, can't you? So basically, he needs to get to the semi-finals. You can get um, different. You can actually get a price to get to the semi-finals, can't you? There's all sorts of markets available here, but. If you take um, Herbert to win the thing, he's currently, yeah, as you say, 33s. Yeah, and that's definitely with four places, isn't it? Four yeah. each way places. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could back him to get to the semi-final and, and, you, and you win your money, but then if they go on and win it, you'd be sort of kicking yourself. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You hadn't um, gone on because I think his biggest hurdle is the, the next one, isn't it? It's McElroy. Yeah. So if he gets past that, then he, he will think he can maybe beat anybody. This is Late Tea Time, the last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tyndall. Is there anything else then? Would you take anybody anybody else to win it? The other one is Cameron Young. I think he's due a win. But sometimes you've, you've seen down the years in this event, perhaps more so when it was in California, where guys who just didn't win, they somehow found it easy to get over the line in match play. He's not won yet. I mean, he's been brilliant, hasn't he? He's been brilliant in the majors. He went close in the Open Championship. So maybe this is this could be the scene of his first win. I, I think he's got a good top half. He's got a good quarter there, and then um, if he gets through that, then he's in the he's in the uh, last eight. So I would back him. He'd be my other outright play then. Okay. Well, he's nine to one, uh, and again, you can get four places. You'd probably just take him on the nose, wouldn't you, at that price? No, I'd go each way. Okay. I mean, in an ideal scenario, then it's we get a a young uh, Herbert semi final, and then we've got one through at the final. Okay. And we would have won the each way bet on both of those. That's the perfect uh, the perfect world, isn't it? If that yes. happens. Okay. So that left that left side of the draw, as I look, um, I, I just. I think Chef has got every chance of winning it, but I think Day has as well, and they're due to meet in the last uh, eight. So 
too too tough for me that one. Yeah. Okay. So we'll Lucas just share them on individually. Lucas Herbert, we could take on at fifteen to eight to beat Rory. Um, or you can also play him at thirty-three to one four places uh, with a number of different bookmakers for Lucas Herbert. Same with uh, Cameron Young, four places, but he's nine to one. And then the uh, fourfold from DT this week: uh, Scheffler four to nine, Kitayama five to six, Day eight to fifteen, Young is eight to eleven. That's a six point five five to one um, fourfold with Bet three six five. So uh, there we go. And the late, 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 late tea time podcast this week. We come to you on a Friday evening. Actually, on a, on a match play, it doesn't really matter, does it? We kind of just we come in at this stage and we're looking at the last sixteen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we could um, you could say. I mean, we could have picked somebody out beforehand, and that it could be dead by now already. So it's no it's no um, bad thing to come in when it goes to like the knockout phase. The group phase is a bit of a minefield i mean had we recorded this on the tuesday night i would have said they didn't interview that many but ricky fowler sounded like he didn't he doesn't like the format he prefers just straight knockout and as it happened yeah he didn't qualify so i might have opposed him on some level um but uh, there were too many uh sort of hurdles to to fall over so it's good to come in at this stage when you can look at it You've got yeah. a bit of a grasp of what's gone on so far. You've been able to, I've been able to tot up the score, seen a few quotes, seen some of the action, and hopefully uh, we've got some bets going into the weekend that will uh, take us all the way to Sunday night in the final. Fingers crossed then. Late tea time, Potter's out there if you want to follow DT and, well, DT, all the best with all of your bets over the uh, weekend then. I like the match play, and uh, Rory's going to take some stopping from what I've seen. That drive... I mean, I just, I actually put it out on the late tea time uh, Twitter feed. Um, if you could just hit one drive like that in your life, you'd be happy, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it does kind of look a bit invincible, but Lucas Herbert can give it a whack as well. I know McElroy will outdrive anybody at the moment, but mm. I think Herbert's chance will come on the greens if he starts holding, you know, 12 footers for a half and the McElroy might will be. I can see situations where McElroy outdrives him, knocks it to like 10 feet. Herbert knocks it to 20 feet. Herbert knocks his in. McElroy misses yeah. and then just starts to mess with Rory's head a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I, I, it's obviously something, isn't it, that Herbert is 21 under for, for three rounds. Clearly he's playing some excellent golf. And to be honest, because the, the cameras haven't been on him an awful lot, I didn't really know that he was playing that well until I went through the scorecards. So Anyway, we'll see. We will. We will. Well, enjoy the golf, DT. Thank you for joining me again this week. I'll see you again next week, um, probably on a Wednesday evening next week. Yes. We'll try. We'll try that anyway. Anyway, um, the appointments of you disappeared this week, didn't it? But uh, we'll try and get you uh, back onto normal things um, come next week. Not too far away from the Masters either. You're mm. away in Japan, so we're going to have a stand-in for you, aren't we, during the Masters? Yeah, we'll, we'll do one beforehand before I go, um, just to get some thoughts down maybe. Yeah, we'll get your side of it, and then uh, yeah. we'll, bring in the, we'll bring in the experts while you're away. <laughs> yeah, found me live from Tokyo, and I'll um, I'll uh, be giving you some inside in knowledge on Matsuyama, who's had to pull out with a bad neck, by the way, in this event. So, okay. Um, if I phone you, if I phone you in Tokyo and ask you to do with the late tea time podcast, I imagine you'd probably tell me to clear off, and quite understandably, when you're on your holiday. Remember, um, it's seven, seven hours ahead as well, so that yeah, don't be ringing me at this time. Yeah, I'll phone you. I'll phone you now for like. Yeah. Six o'clock uh, in the morning. That'll be a, your wake up call. Anyway, 
we need to finish this at some stage. It's late uh, in the UK today. Um, 20, well, coming up to 20 past 11. If you're listening on the uh, more traditional podcast, you can listen to it any time. Um, good luck with all your bets. Gamble responsibly. This has been a sports broadcast media production. And uh, we all, as I say, will hopefully be with you around about the same time next week. Cheers, all. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Sports Social Podcast Network.